Hello everyone, this is Eric Jones. We're going to take a look at your business plan rubric for HOR 273, Hort Management and Marketing. And so what I want you to do is go ahead and print off your business plan rubric. It is on Blackboard. It is underneath lab number one uh, in week one within unit one. So go ahead and print that out. Save it to your laptop. Save it to your computer, tablet, or phone. Just have it visible so we can talk about it. And guys, first thing I want you to notice is the name of your business. That is worth 30 points. I've had students in the past not name their business, so the highest they could get from the get-go was a 70. Naming your business is worth 30 points. And guys, we're going to be creative with our name. We're going to think about this long and hard. You don't have to do this right away, but I want you to think about this over the next few weeks. What are you going to name your business? First of all, you got to decide what kind of business are you going to do. Are you going to do lawn care, landscape management, landscape design, landscape construction, full service design build? Um, are you going to have a greenhouse? Are you going to have a nursery? Are you going to, to have a hemp farm? Are you going to be involved in waterponics? Whatever you're going to do, you need to start thinking about that and thinking of a creative, catchy name. So let's say you're going to do lawn care. We live in the triad. Let's think about Triad Turf. Triad Turf LLC is the name of the business. You've just earned 30 points. So um, easy 30 points to get. Now, for the rest of the, uh, the rubric, it's four pages. Um, we got 0 through 5 as a ranking, uh, with 0 being no evidence of you completing the task. 1 is little evidence or major flaws. 2 is adequate minimum standards. 3 is re research well done, few minor omissions met the standards. And then 4, research is well done, exceeded uh, minimum standards. And then 5, research well done, you set the standard. And so we're going to look at the cover page. The cover page is going to be all the inf information must be present. Name of the business. Again, your company logo. Now, start being creative with your logo. If you're going to be Triad Turf, start thinking of maybe an, an image of the Triad or an image of North Carolina. If you're going to be in hemp production, start thinking of a logo for hemp. If you're going to be thinking about business um, businesses that involve greenhouses or nurseries start thinking of logos with either plants or trees involved in it but let's be creative I would get my sketchbook out and I would start sketching some of these ideas before I went to the computer and started designing it so uh, along with the business company logo you've got the names of the owners if it's you and your significant other you and your parents or just you being a solo operator that's not a problem the date that you're going to uh, write your business plan, and then any other information that you feel is pertinent. The address, a website, um, email address, your social media, all of that information needs to be on your cover page. So um, again, start thinking about a website. You will be taken to a um, website next week uh, where you can actually find usernames uh, for your social media and website names to see which ones are available or if that URL or social media site name has been taken. So we will start doing that next week. Table of contents. Again, include each major section, includes page numbers, organized and neat. So guys, right off the bat, you know, you got the 30 points for your name and then your cover page and then your table of contents, you could very well get a 40 automatically uh, towards that grade. Executive summary going to be written last um, but nonetheless you're going to write it 
Each key is e key section is briefly summarized. You're going to specifically answer what business are you in? I'm in I'm in the turf I'm in the turf business. I'm in the lawn care fertility app. I'm I'm going to start uh, Triad Turf. Where will you locate and why? I'm located in the heart of the Triad because I want to service Winston Salem, Greensboro, and High Point. What is your product or service? We are a full service lawn care fertility providing aeration and liming services soil testing we strictly work with turf so that is my product i'm located in the triad right in the heart of the triad so i can service all three and so you see where i'm going with this if you want it to be a nursery uh, a nurseryman or nursery woman uh, in greensboro you want to be located in greensboro because hey i'm not too far from Raleigh, I'm not far from Winston, and I'm not too far from Charlotte when you consider an 85 and I-40. So um, that's what I want you to start thinking about when you summarize this and when it's in each uh, section. How much capital will be needed? You know, I need $50,000 to get started. And why should someone invest in your company? The length for executive summary is one, two, three pages. Industry, target customer and competitor analysis. Describe the broader industry in which you will be competing. You know, turf care or lawn care guys is, is uh, a very broad industry, so we'll talk a little bit about that. Identify the different segments of the industry. You know, you got some companies that only deal with or uh, uh, organic fertilize, but you may want to encompass, um, you know, all types of fertilization. You may want to only do liquid applications. You may only want to do granular applications. Uh, describe in detail the niche in which you plan to participate. What if it is the organic lawn care um, uh, weed killers and fertilizers that you're using? Specifically, identify the target market. Well, guys, I love I love mowing. What if I was starting a mowing company and I only wanted to target uh, customers that uh, lived in smaller neighborhoods, smaller homes? I wanted that postage lot stamp, postage stamp lot where I can cut the yard in five to ten minutes. What if that's that's the customer that I am 100% focusing on? Review of the firm's top competitors and their relative market share. Who's who's the big guys and gals in the neighborhood? Examine these markets that the competitors serve and the strategies that they employ. Almost certain, guys, if you studied your competitors, you'll start learning what not to do um, along as what to do. So, guys, again, a lot of role models out there, but a lot of failure models as well. And you'll learn, you'll learn more from those failure models than you will the, uh, the role models. Describe the barriers to entry and articulate strategies for overcoming them. Barriers to entry. entry the characteristics of an industry that make it difficult to start new ventures and then describe some expected response from customers or, or uh, competitors guys one of our barriers is there's a lot of people in it um, one thing to overcome it is one your degree in horticulture your experience in horticulture um, your expertise in social media marketing you know how to get in front of that customer these are things that are going to be um, beneficial to you and you need to talk about company description basic information again mailing address phone number website again this is repeat on that uh, um, on that cover page uh, but you're going to have 
your website, email again, legal form, whether or not you're going to be an LLC, uh, two types of corporation, a C corporation and an S corporation. Once you form a corporation, you're automatically a C corporation. You have to file for uh, subchapter S, which means that that um, corporations passes through uh, your personal income tax. I am not a fan of that. My parents are. I am all about the C corporation, and I'll talk to you a little bit more about that in the business entities lecture. But be specific. And then you need to have a mission statement. You know, what is your mission statement? And guys, a mission statement is going to continuously change. It may be good for a few months. It may be good for a year. But as you progress in your in your self-employment career, your mission is going to change. You're going to learn more about yourself. You're going to learn more about the business. You're going to learn more about the industry and what part you want to be at. But your mission statement uh, is something that we'll cover a little bit later. Your goals and objectives. What do you want? you got to have those list of goals, guys. you got to have that list, that list that you can check off. And each time you check off a, a, a an item, that leads to a goal. And then those goals lead to, to bigger and better things. How did you... How did you conceive this venture? You know, well, you're in the horticulture program here at Forsyth Tech. So, for one, you've got a green thumb. You have a love of the outdoors. And so, you're thinking about just putting it all together and starting your own business. Again, very simple for here. Nature of the business is primary product service and its current status. If you're a startup or if you're buying out somebody, there's nothing wrong with buying out somebody. But, uh, you know, it's got its perks and it's got its... Um, um, bad things that come along with that as well. Your product or service description gives sufficient detail to uh, enable investors to develop a working understanding of what you sell. can include pictures, schematic drawings, descriptive scenarios. Describe how this product service will fill a gap in the market or your product service is better, cheaper, and or faster than is currently available. Focus on the benefits of each feature. Features refers to the, what the product service is. Benefits refer to what the product service does and your growth strategy. Now, let's go back and take a look at if you're just doing lawn mowing. Like I said, I love the postage stamp lots. I want to be able to cut one every five to ten minutes. That would at least uh, allow me to cut between six and um 12 yards per hour depending on the size and the size of the neighborhood and i like these neighborhoods where it's identical house guys just one after the other that my crews can pull in they park the truck and trailer they mow six houses on the right hand side of the street they mow around the cul-de-sac the three there and then they mow the six coming back up on the left and so they've cut six three nine they've cut 15 in about an hour and a half then they get in the truck and they drive down to the next street and they cut it my my idea is to cut a $20 yard and to be able to cut 12 an hour. Well, guys, if I'm cutting 12 $20 an hour lawns, that's $240 an hour times eight. Guys, I'm looking at almost $1,900, well, a little over $1,900 per day times five. You know, I could be doing $9,600 to $10,000 uh, of, of gross revenues per week with one crew having two people probably on it with maybe two mowers, two weed eaters, and two blowers. Easy enough. You see what I'm saying? The smaller yards for a smaller price, get in, get done, get fast. I'm providing a better, faster, cheaper product for the customer, whereas my benefits are it's cheaper for the client, 
but it's also better for me because I'm done, I'm in, and I'm out. Now, the benefits also can refer to when you're looking at the bank or talking to the bank and with your growth strategy, if I get this many yards, well, let's just say you cut 500 yards a week times 20. If you had enough, well, that would roughly what we said, about, about 9,600, 10,000. So that'd be about 500 yards a week. That's $10,000 a week. If you do that times four, we're looking at about 40,000 a month times 12. Guys, we're looking at $480,000 worth of grass cutting sales. Not only are you going to cut the grass, but they're always going to ask you, can you do this? Can you pine needle? Can you prune? Can you do that? So easily, guys, half a million bucks a year with these postage postage stamp lots. So, you know, don't don't get mad when I say monotonous work makes money and that the grass pays the bills, but it does. All right, your market analysis. Describe how the firm will will reach and service customers with a given market. Uh, social media, I cannot talk enough about that. Explain the strategy. How will customers be identified and attracted? Your pricing strategies, your selling approach, the type of sales force. Describe advertising and promotion campaign. Media use, your viewer listener profiles, your media cost. Guys, with social media, it costs you nothing but time. And when you're out in the field and you've got a cell phone that has access to YouTube Live, Facebook Live, Instagram Live, IGTV, Anchor FM Radio, guys, you are broadcasting live from the from the field, which is what your customers want to see. Your frequency of usage, plans for generating publicity, your web present, your credit and pricing policies, and then a budget for a marketing plan. And with today's market, your budget is going to be low. It's just a few hours, guys, a few hours a day. Post every time. I'm going to put links up on you, up on Blackboard that you can see guys that are actually doing this in the field every single day. And then leverage as much free advertising as possible. That's what we're learning to do. This is usually going to be about three to four pages, guys, your market analysis. Your location layout, your demographic analysis of location versus the target customer profile. Again, let's talk about triad turf. I want to be in the center of the triad so I can serve as Winston, Greensboro, and High Point. I want to be right in the middle. I've got crews going out in each location. What is the traffic like? Do I need traffic? Well, if I'm a turf care provider probably not but if i was a retail garden center yes i need that road traffic so people can see me what is my lease rental rates what are my labor needs and supply and how and how much am i going to be able to pay my employees you want to be able to pay your employees a decent wage your layout what are your size requirements well if you're in the turf care industry you may only need a gravel parking lot because everything is in box trucks or vans and you just need a small warehouse to 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 have a restock of fertilizer and chemicals. Are you going to have, um, you know, Americans with disabilities coming to your place? You're going to have to be in compliance with that. Ergonomic issues for your uh, for your employees. You don't want them to get hurt by, because you don't have good ergonomic tools or, or or plans to help to help your guys work harder uh, or work smarter and not not so hard. And then a layout plan. You know, you can add that to an appendix in your business plan. Your management team, probably going to be you yourself and I uh, doing it for the first time. There's nothing wrong with that. Emphasize your relevant 
uh, expertise that each team member brings? Well, if it's just you right now, your experience, how long have you been doing it? You have an education. You have a degree from Forsyth Tech, guys, a horticultural Horticulture Technologies degree from Forsyth Tech. That, guys, alone will go far, will get you far in life. You know, there's a lot of people out there that don't pursue education. You've made the first step in getting your degree, and you need to market that. You need to hang that diploma high in your office and let everybody know. What are your duties? Well, you're going to be probably wearing all the hats to begin with, and there's nothing wrong with that. You, your spouse, your significant other, you're probably going to be doing all of these uh, jobs. List and highlight the strengths of other stakeholders who will contribute. Maybe you have a, a parent or step-parent or an uncle who has a business degree that is going to be on your board of directors or on your advisory board. And then list any legal counsel or other professional services such as accounting uh, or a management company. But guys, you need to get real familiar with uh, uh, an attorney and an accountant. They are valuable, valuable professionals that you need on your side. What are your projections? Guys, you just heard me talk about, hey, if I cut this many yards per day, what that is per week, what that is per month, what that is per year, you need to start thinking in terms of what you're going to do. If you're going to sell geraniums or you're going to have a greenhouse production, um, how many plants you're going to, to be able to sell per year based on with your resources. Your sales forecast, list of products to be sold, price them. How many, how many are you going to sell? And then with your financial statements, the first year only, you need to provide an income statement, profit and loss statement, your cash flow, and a balance sheet. And then what is it going to take for you to break even? How many years is it going to take you to break even and be able to pay the bank off? Or is it going to take you two years, three years before you're able to make profits? We need to see that. Your loan and investment proposal. How much are you requesting? What are you going to use them for? And then a repayment or cash out or exit strategy and timetable for implementing the plan and launching the business. Now, let's say you get into it, you don't like it, you've, you've purchased some land, you've built some greenhouses, or you've built a warehouse to store chemical. How are you going to get out of it? Well, you just need to let them know, well, the land's going to be such and such, worth such and such. I'm going to have this much materials. I could either sell out to another landscape contractor, another greenhouse manager, any, any type of ways that you can think of how you can get out because the bank's going to want to know how they're going to get their money back. And then you're going to have the appendices at the back on a separate sheet at the end of your plan can include pertinent information about yourself and your business that is not included elsewhere in the plan. Do not repeat information from the previous sections. The appendices should be used to complement or supplement previous information. So possible details, your organizational structure, if not previously existed, you could actually do like a flow chart. You could attach resumes of key people. You may have major assumptions uh, you have made in preparing the plan. Brochures or other published information describing the products you provide. Now, that may include guys like if you're if you're using organic products, you know, if you have that special niche or if you're going to be a hardscape contractor and you're using uh, VersaLock walls, what it is is you're, you're letting the bank know about this information. These brochures about your company and stuff, you know, guys, I would not spend money producing a brochure. Uh, I would do an online brochure, definitely, that I can email out as a PDF and stuff that has hyperlinks to my websites and social media, but I wouldn't spend that money. We're talking about brochures of the products that you're going to be using because your marketing is going to be 100% social media. Details of the, uh, your layout. Okay, layout of your property, of your greenhouses, of your uh, 
of, of the triad turf facility. All of that needs to be kind of sketched out. Details of your objectives and goals. What is it that you want to accomplish? Your catalog sheets, photographs, or other technical information. If you have the web page design and anything else that you feel is pertinent. The mechanics, the spelling, capitalization, punctuation, grammar, word choice, and sentence structure. And you guys, it should be an easy five for you. And then the format, an easy five. Follow these guidelines. I have people that for some reason cannot do Arial font. Guys, that is my favorite font. That's what we're going to use. Arial size 12, double spaced, one inch margins, bold and underline the heading for each section, and then window or orphan control with no typographical errors. Simple as that, guys. I mean, we really should have high A's when it comes to producing this business plan. So anyway, guys, I appreciate it. Thanks for listening in. We will continue to work on our business plan throughout the semester. So um, you guys take care, and I'll talk to you in the next lecture.